Welcome to Had a Magical Day, the podcast about Disney parks that's like taking a vacation in the middle of your day. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Had a Magical Day. I'm your Scott. I'm your host, Scott, along with my co-host, Andrea. Hello, Andrea. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I'm good. All right. So today we're going to talk about hotels. We had uh, we talked about the different hotels at Disney that we stayed at, actually on park property. And it was a very popular episode, actually, the most popular episode. And I think that's because a lot of people are going to Disney. They want to know about where to, where to stay. And so this week, we're going to talk about uh, some hotel options off property, a little cheaper options for people. Not everybody can afford to stay at, at the parks. They're very expensive. Um, so we're going to talk about that. But before we do that, Andrew, I wanted to give an update on the show. So the show, we're, we're starting to expand our, our listenership and in particular, we've uh, broadened our scope too. We're international now. So Ooh, uh, this, this, this last week, we had uh, a lot of uh, listens from Dublin, Ireland. Wow. So, top of the morning to you, Dublin. Yeah. Top of the morning to our Dublin listener or listeners out there. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm like almost half Irish. I don't know. Are you getting Irish, Andrea? I am, I am not. No, but I mean, we're all Irish on St. Patrick's Day, right? So that counts a little bit. Yeah. And we've had one for a long time in, uh, in Belgium. We have one listener there who's a regular listener. And uh, we had some from uh, Bangladesh this last week. Yep. And uh, we've had one in Frankfurt for a while, too. And lots of uh, listeners in the Florida area and around Anaheim as well. Maybe we've got some Disney execs. That would be good if they're, if they're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so that stuff's going well. Uh, also want to do a couple updates. So this is like mid-September. And this show will probably air in October, but I think some of these things will be relevant then. Um, so they're getting rid of the fast pass. I don't know if people have heard that. So they're going to have some option that you can buy to get shorter lines, um, which I'm not too crazy about, about that. But um, I think there'll still be some free option for at least like one short ride a day or whatever. Um, and they have kind of already gotten rid of the uh, magic hours. I was looking at the hotels and stays and so instead of having different parks opening an hour early or closing an hour late, it's just uh, if you're staying at a Disney hotel or in a hotel that's affiliated as a Disney hotel, even though it's not on property, you get to go in 30 minutes early every morning. Yeah. And the only late one right now, at least in the October, November timeframe is Hollywood Studios. I think on Monday night is staying open uh, later. I, I, uh, for- I got to say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of this. I used to love to like look at the week and plan it out and try to game the system a little bit. All right, we'll get here and mm-hmm. we'll stay late there. So this, that, I don't know how I feel about this change. I'm sure there's a method to the madness, but I, I'm not yes. feeling it right now. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about that as well. One, and now it's only half an hour instead of an hour, right? Right. And the other, like you said, it was kind of fun to plan it for different days. Um, of course, for other people, not everybody likes to plan things like we do. <laughs> so for other people, it's easier to have it every park as, as right. 30 minutes earlier. Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe it's like a staffing thing too, who knows, but I, I, I just, I like the randomness of it. So I, I'm, I don't mm-hmm. know. I always had mixed emotions about the magic hours just because they gave it to too many places. I felt like there's, there, it was like, you expect to go there and not have a big crowd, but there's already a pretty big crowd. It's not as obviously as big as during prime time, but it's still pretty big. It's still pretty crowded. So I thought they should have either made it a little more limited to make it more of a perk. The other thing is on the negative side for that too, I thought is that 
they're so busy and it's so hard to keep those uh, rides going. Like they have so many breakdowns and I thought maybe it's better just to do away with it and give themselves more time to, you know, keep the rides up and running and work on them overnight. Yeah. But there was something so crazy about like staying at the magic kingdom till like 12 or one o'clock or whenever they would shut it down with the extra hour. Oh yeah. That is pretty cool. Yes. That was kind of like, all right, can we make it to the end? Um, so I don't know. I, well, yeah. I, you know what? Change can be good. I'm going to keep an open mind. I'm sure yeah, so they don't well, do willy nilly at Disney. So, all right. Yeah. I mean, we're not usually negative on Disney, but I will, so I will say this, that they usually get it right in the end. Like they get experiments, yeah. you know, test out new ideas. They'll eventually get it right. The same thing with the fast pass. When the fast pass first started, it was a little different and they fine tuned it. And I think they, I think it worked really well the last uh, several years. But now they're trying something different and eventually they'll get it to a point where it's working well for everybody. So, all right. Well, time will tell. Time will tell. All right. So, we're going to talk about hotels outside of Disney. All right. So, I'm going to start with a couple, Andrea, that, uh, well, one of the two I stay at a lot. And uh, so, um, so, I want to give this tip. I know you're going to give some tips on, on saving money for hotels. Uh, one tip that I have is just as basic, even if you don't travel a lot, like I travel a lot. And so I have different cards that, and different programs, but even if you don't travel a lot, pick one hotel brand that you like and be a customer of that hotel and see if they have like a, it's not a frequent miles, but whatever, you know, a, a loyalty program and maybe even a, a credit card that accrues points for that. So Scott, I've done that actually. Uh-huh. And this, um, We'll tell our listeners something about me. Do you know what my hotel of choice is these days? Uh, I don't want to say Motel Six. Uh, uh, close. Red Roof Inn. Red Roof Inn. So I'm a devoted. If I'm on the road and I need to get a hotel room for the night, find the Red Roof Inn. I, I think they're great, and uh, I don't know if there's one in the greater Disney Orlando area, but uh, that's that's kind of my go-to hotel these days. There must be one. There's like every hotel in the world was within like ten miles of uh, Disney, I think. Uh, Red Roof Inn, is that the one they'll leave a light on for you? Mm, I think that's Motel 6. No, really? Oh, okay. I, I don't care. I just know I always, I've no, I haven't had a, you know, people scoff at the Red Roof, but I've got to say I've stayed in a lot of them over the past couple of years yet to have a bad experience. So, oh, yeah. It's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a better class hotel than Motel 6. I mean, uh, uh, slightly. So? Price hmm. points are about the same. So, um, I haven't, I don't know last time I was in a red roof inn or drove by one, but it seemed to yeah. me like it's a little warmer place than a motel. Six. Yeah, yeah, it's totally, yeah, no, it's totally nice. And actually I was um, coming home this winter and I'm sorry, this summer in upstate New York and red roof inn was substantially cheaper than motel six. I don't know what mm-hmm. was going on, but anyway, that's my, that's my fancy hotel of choice these days. So if you're talking rewards cards, <laughs> right. Yeah. So there, yeah, you can do red roof Inn, you can do holiday Inn or Marriott or whatever. Um, so I do Hilton Hilton is my mind. So I found this one hotel called, um, well now it's called Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista by Disney Springs. Uh, cause they have two Hilton's in Disney Springs, almost across from each other. So this one, Lake Buena Vista, I first found it because it had qualified for the magic hours that we were just talking about that are going away. Um, so, and that's actually, I found that they're doing a half hour now because I went to their website and as you go, you can do a half hour before the park opens any park. Um, so the things I like about it is a, it's right by Disney Springs. You can actually walk 
over a walk bridge from Hilton, right to Disney Springs. They have a shuttle that runs every half hour and it, like I stayed there seven times. I think that thing is always pretty much on time. So it's very convenient to time it out. Um, you get the magic hours. Has so wait, does the shuttle, I'm sorry, Scott, does the shuttle go to the parks or does yes. it go to Disney? Okay, so you can take the shuttle to the parks from there. Take cool. the shuttles okay. to the parks. So yes. Free, you don't have to worry about cars or parking or any of that stuff. Exactly. I mean, if you want to park there, I think it's like $22 a day to park, but you're better off just taking a, you know, a cab or whatever from the airport to the hotel. Actually, they have a shuttle to the airport right. and back. Perfect. So that's another, another plus. So you don't need a car at all. You take the, their shuttle to, to the Hilton and then you have a bus shuttle, a Disney bus that picks you up every half hour and takes you to the parks. Um, one bus does two parks. So there's two buses for the four parks. Uh, it does make three other stops on that street to other hotels to pick up people. But once you do that, you're on the road and you're there. Uh, I think it's closest to Epcot is the closest uh, park. So that's the fastest ride, but uh, it, it's really convenient. Um, as I mentioned, they have a couple of pools. So one's more the adult pool, one's more the kid pool. They have a bar by the pool, which I like. I'm sure you enjoy that as well, Andrea, occasionally. Yes. Yeah. Uh, non-alcoholic pina colada for me, please. Thank you very much. There you go. Exactly. Uh, and they do have some stuff for kids. It's geared more towards business people and adults. They do have an arcade for the kids. Um, they have a, a couple of restaurants in there. Um, so I like that one. Now, that's what happened was after a while, all of a sudden they didn't have the magic hours. So you got to check, okay. check online, check, go to the websites for these different hotels because some of them are going to mention you qualify for magic hours and sometimes they don't. So this one had magic hours the first few times I went there and then I was booking it and I saw they didn't have magic hours anymore. The magic hours had magically jumped across the street to the other Hilton. <laughs> so this is the Hilton uh, Orlando Plaintiff Vista Palace. So the palace one is kind of a bigger deal in terms of the spread. So they have a couple main towers and then they have a couple, I don't want to call them bungalows, but they have... Uh, smaller buildings off to the side and I stayed there the first time and that was kind of a pain because you had to walk very far to get to your room and go anywhere else but they have a pool but they have a lazy river which Ooh. is really nice and it's really geared towards families everything there is there's a lot of stuff for the kids um, another nice perk they have there they give out free sunscreen when oh, you go nice. to the pool yeah you can get oh. sunscreen which I thought is a nice touch which for some reason they don't do at the other one but each one has their slight differences. Um, they all have the shuttle. They all have the shuttle for every half hour. Uh, but I think right now that the palace one, which is more for the families, doesn't have the magic hours, I think. Call them up. So this is why I say you always got to check because it seems to it goes back and forth between these two hotels, like which one qualifies for the magic hours. And Scott, but, how do they know, like, couldn't I just like, walk over to the other one and get on that shuttle or they'd catch me because of the magic fan or no anybody can get in the shuttle you're right about that okay so yeah. how would but i'm just trying to think like if with the magic hours you it's been a while since i've been there they won't let you in because the magic fan's not activated like how uh that's that's a good question i don't know how it works with the magic band like in the old days you used to have to show your key like if you were okay to okay. get in um, right, that, may, that may be the case still. I don't know. Okay. Because I'm guessing it's all linked to the band, right? Because you can, I was trying to, I was trying to do that the other day. I've never successfully linked the Hilton in the Disney experience app or website to my band. I haven't been able to do that. 
Hmm. So I'm not sure. That's a good question. I should have had an answer. I wasn't prepared well, maybe for that. Maybe if you're just on the shuttle, I don't know. I am curious now. I will research. No, this. because you got to get out of the shuttle and walk to the entrance of the park, right? That's true. That's true. So, That's true. So they have to check something. Right. So. Interesting. All right. Uh, so yeah, either either your band or your your room key. Um, uh, what else do I want to say about that? Oh, so price wise. So this is interesting. So yeah, the the Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista. That's not a palace. It's kind of weird. They almost have the same name except for the word palace, but the, the one that's not a palace, which is for the adults right now, it has rooms from like 117. Okay. Not terrible. And the palace has rooms from like 161. I have to say on the, the non-palace one that I've stayed at like seven times, rarely do you get it at 117, especially when you add in the resort fees and the taxes and stuff. Oh. But I have had it like off peak, you might get it for like 120, 130 a night. Um, more likely it'll be somewhere between that and $200. I hardly played more than $200. In fact, I just booked a trip for five nights in, uh, October. And it's like, a, actually for October, I'd actually booked that a couple months ago, but that one was like $888 with all the taxes and fees in there. So less than $200 a night. It's a nice hotel. Um, so the, the Buena Vista palace, 161. Again, that I've had it cheaper than I've stayed there twice. I, I don't think I paid 161 the first time I was there. It's kind of off peak. I probably paid a little less than that, but I've also paid like 200, $220 a night there. And I was looking ahead for October, October, November, now starting to the prices are going up, Andrea, I think you're probably aware, but in October, it's the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Okay. So, it's so they have all sorts of special events planned. So people are starting to, to book trips there. I've seen some nights that were as high as $300 for either of these hotels okay so you got to kind of game if you're trying to save money be a little strategic if it's not that important to be there at a certain date yeah but again then this goes for all the hotels right i mean you go off season right you're going to get better deals better prices um, all right so those are the, the two that i want to start with let's go to, to you and some of your tips uh, that you, okay. you had on the, on the hotels all right so you know me and anybody's been listening for a little while knows i love to save money and i I'm not really a fancy hotel person, so that's okay. Um, this was, gosh, probably about three, four years ago, we went down. And one of the reasons we were going down is we wanted to go swim with the manatees in Crystal River, which was a great experience. And I really recommend, if you like manatees, go check it out. And, I, I, have, uh, I have done that as well. That is awesome. Awesome. Isn't it awesome? And you have to go, I believe, during the winter months. You, it, there's set times that you can go. So we... We planned this out to go, and that was kind of the main reason. We we're like, all right, well, we'll check out Universal. So we had not been there yet, and we'll also, um, of course, go to Disney. So, you know, I'm looking at this, and we're going to spend a night up at Crystal River, which was fun. I found like a really funky old, like kitschy hotel, which was great. Mm-hmm. And then um, for Orlando, I was like, well, I want to stay in Disney because we'd also, you know, we want to do Universal and disney so where should we stay and then i had the brilliant idea i'll do a timeshare stay and listen to their pitch mm-hmm. and uh say no and uh get a cheap place to stay and get discounted tickets i think they had discounted tickets to universal or something and so that was my little hack um i believe i can't remember the company i went through i think it was I'd have to look it up. I'll look it up and we'll get back to it. But I found a a company that had resorts, you know, in Orlando and like in the Ozarks and in um, Williamsburg. So it's a company. 
and it was really cheap. I want to say we had a really nice like uh, one bedroom apartment and maybe all in, it was like 60 bucks a night mm-hmm. for about four nights. I think I paid maybe under 300 bucks for it. And we had, um, Where, we had whereabouts was it in relation um, to the park? Like how that's far an excellent question. I think it was kind of near SeaWorlds. It was, mm-hmm. there were a whole, whole bunch of big like timeshare developments around it. I want to say it was, Blue Ridge or Blue something was in the name, maybe. I can, I'll look it up. And, um, you know, so in addition to the lovely room, and it had a couple of great pools that we stayed at, and the grounds were beautiful. Um, we had, uh, I think we got a meal credit of like 50 bucks, and we used to order pizzas. And then we got a discount to Universal, I believe. So we got all sorts of perks. So it was really pretty inexpensive. The downside is you have to go listen to a timeshare pitch. And the key to going to a timeshare pitch is you just have to say no. You just have to say no repeatedly. And you have to know, unless you really want to buy a timeshare, which I kind of don't recommend, but if it's your thing, go for it. But if you're not interested in it, just don't be shy and just say, no, thank you. I'm not interested. And just be prepared to say that about 75 times in the course of 30 minutes. And then eventually they'll let you go. Yeah, you, so, you um, really have to steal yourself for that. Like some people don't, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna throw all sorts of stuff at you. They're gonna try to get you to do math to figure it out. They're gonna say, "Look how lovely this resort is," and you just say, "Yes, it is. Thank you very much. I'm not interested." Yeah, they're, and they're, just, they're, just keep saying that. They're gonna do the they do this at everyone. They're gonna do. Well, how often do you go on a vacation? How much do you spend? Oh, well, you Where spend do you this. Stay? Yeah, Where do you well, like add this stay? all up. Well, now you, you could yeah. stay with us. Right. For, for half that, you'd be stupid. It actually says to me one time, you'd be stupid, not, what are you, stupid? <laughs> you, don't, you don't want a timeshare. So I, and I, I've done that several other times on other little trips that we've taken. And mm-hmm. um, so I think it's not a bad deal. I mean, you can kind of schedule, we schedule it around stuff that we were trying to do. You know, you have to go, if you're married or you, you've got a partner, you've got to go with them to the meeting or so they say, I don't know what happens if you don't do that. Mm-hmm. and uh just be prepared to say no and if you're the type of person that, that can't and you might get suckered in this might not be the move for you yeah but if you're pretty confident that you're not going to buy a timeshare no matter what they say to you in the world you're not going to do it this is a great way to have a cheap stay in orlando yeah this is a great idea i'm glad you mentioned this i was going to mention if you didn't bring it up because i did that one time as well with my ex-wife and uh, yeah the, they're all over florida so yeah. The one we did, I think, was somewhere on I Drive. It was like a 15-minute drive into Disney from there. It was, it was, like I said, the room was really nice. We didn't have the perks that you did. I don't know if they had a pool because we didn't stay in the thing other than to sleep there. Um, but to your point, I think if you've ever been through a timeshare pitch and you know what you're getting into, then you should do this. Like you ha- If you haven't experienced a timeshare pitch before, you probably don't want to do it there. Like practice here on some place you don't really care about. <laughs> And, and then once you've figured out how to like say no, then you Scott, can take advantage of this tip. For, for $15, Scott and I will run a session with you to how to say no to timeshares. And it's just going to be us saying, no, thank you. I'm not interested. <laughs> Repeat yeah, exactly. That's all you got to say. And eventually they're trying to wear you down, but you just got to wear them down and say, no, thank you. I'm just not interested. And then 
Yeah, exactly. Because uh, yeah. if you, you know, they're salespeople, but if you say no often enough, they realize that they're not making the sale. They want to move on to something else. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And I got to say, you know, you're not cheating the system. You're not doing anything that you shouldn't be doing. They're putting that offer out. You're only, um, your only responsibility is to go to that 20 minute meeting with them. They'll want to make it longer, but you can get out of there fast and just be polite, be firm. They'll let you go. And you've had a lovely stay at a very discounted price. Yep. So, and just say no to quote a former first lady. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. That's an awesome tip. What else do uh, you have other tips you want to share or you want me to go do some more um, hotels? So that actually, that's been the only time I've stayed in Orlando, not on Disney while visiting Disney. I've also stayed at Universal, which was, which was great. And I, um, I believe we stayed at the Cabana Bay and it was uh, fairly affordable. I, I stayed with my sister and my brother-in-law and my daughter, and they were actually nice enough to bump us up to a one bedroom. I think we just had a standard room. And mm. um, I found that to be lovely and reasonable. I, I don't remember the exact cost, but I was, you know me, I'm cheap and I wasn't blown away by the price of the room. So that's okay. been my non park stay. All right. But that's a good tip. I mean, if you go around universal, they do have a lot of nice hotels and they're slightly cheaper than the Disney hotels as right. well so that, that is an option um downside is you probably will need a car i think there was a yes. shuttle but it wasn't super convenient so you'd also want to factor in you know if you're driving around that's great but you just do have to pay for parking at disney um or you know if you're renting a car at uber or like i said a lot of these places do have shuttles they just they won't be as frequent as you might like that's the only thing to watch out for yeah and that is a factor because they're not that close together so you will it, Either I got to spend the money and rent a car or the Ubers will add up after a while as, as right. well. Anything else to, to add there? Well, no, I think I'm good with my hotel stay. Okay. All right. So I mentioned that shuttle bus and how uh, it's not really, it's the Disney bus that takes you every half hour from the Hilton. It stops at three other hotels. So I looked into those hotels as well. And those hotels are cheaper. Uh, the first one after the Hilton is the Holiday Inn. And I actually stayed there the first time I went to Disney World. It was a much different looking Holiday Inn at the time. But that's starting at $85 a night right now. Obviously, it costs more for different nights. Uh, they have a pool, but they do not have a shuttle. But to Andrea's point, I think you could just walk over to either the Hilton or the, uh, the B Spa Resort next door, and you could just wait in line and get on that shuttle, I, I think. Um, the other nicest thing about these hotels by Disney Springs, like I said, the Hilton, you can walk across Disney Springs. Disney Springs has buses going to the parks all the time as well. Um, so the Holiday Inn is one option. Next to that is this uh, place called the B Resort and Spa. Spa, sorry, pardon my Boston accent. Um, that's going at eighty, starting at eighty dollars, and that's a little nicer hotel than the Holiday Inn. Uh, it has a shuttle. And it also has a spa, as its name suggests, and some really good restaurants, apparently, according to, to what I read. So that's another option. And then the last one on the shuttle line is the uh, Doubletree Suites by Hilton. And that's going at, starting at $78 a night right now. But again, it's, it's more, if you try to book it right now, it's going to be more uh, most of the nights. Um, that has the shuttle as well. It has tennis courts, which is kind of nice. And it's dog friendly. For $100 deposit, you can bring your, your pet, which is cool. Um, so those are a couple options there that have the shuttle. Uh, they did not say they had the magic hours, though, the half 
So as I mentioned at the top of the show, you've got to just call these places or go to the website and call and see if they do or don't because uh, it varies, you know, over the years, it kind of changes. Uh, I did once stay at a Holiday Inn further outside the park. And I think I found it. It's called Holiday Inn and Suites Orlando on I Drive South. Uh, that had a pool, um, no shuttle. Uh, that was, I had to drive into the park or whatever. And even the pool, I didn't use the pool. Um, but that was still actually the same price as the other holiday. It was like eight, still $85. And I, I looked around, there's a bunch of hotels around I Drive and stuff. And they're all in the 80, starting at $80 and prices vary or whatever. So there's lots of choices out there if you want to do like one of those brand name hotels at the lower end. Um, also, Andrew, I don't know if you've done this a lot. There's always Airbnb. If you're going to save money and go low, you can go online and find the cheapest place, you know, but you're kind of rolling the dice at that point. Well, you know, the other thing too, is if you're going with maybe a larger group, I know like I will frequently do trips with my uh, brother-in-law and his daughters and my mother-in-law and we'll get a house and it's really mm -hmm. nice for everybody because you can kind of spread out a little bit and get meals inside you know so i think you know renting a house there, i'm sure there's tons of rentals i've never done that in orlando but that could also be a good option especially if you're going with a larger group and that's a really good way to save money on you know food and um nice place to stay and yeah spread that's out that's yeah. a great suggestion. Yeah, there's a lot. I, one time I was there on a business trip and they put me up at a place kind of like that where you had a kitchen and everything else. Uh, not a name hotel, but it was a nice place. Um, like you said, yeah, you can get you can get there are a lot of those kind of places that have suites in them. Like you said, if you have a group of people, you save a lot of money because you, yeah. can, you can buy one of those spaces a lot cheaper per person to do it that way. And like you said, okay. you can cook and have breakfast and you know save a lot of money on food. Right, right. Um, yeah, because yeah. if you have, you know, three or four kids, it's a lot cheaper to get, you know, maybe a loaf of bread and some cereal and some milk, then take everybody out even for donuts or something. It's probably not as healthy and this is a much cheaper way to do it. So if you're looking to save money, I would definitely look into the rental houses. Yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. All right, I think that's it for our uh, you know cheaper hotel options for people. Uh, we're gonna do another episode with lots of ways to save money on trips. We have uh, a, travel, a Disney travel agent that we're gonna be talking to. And uh, we will do that as a, as a separate episode, but uh, this is uh, another episode of hotel options for you. And we hope that uh, is helpful for you. And, um, you know, maybe sometime this spring, maybe I'll get down to Disney and I'll check out the uh, closest Red Roof Inn and get back to folks and give them my uh, slightly biased. I do love the Red Roof, but honest <laughs> opinion. Of well, that'd be awesome. Day. Yeah. Looking forward I'll to that. Add a to -do list. <laughs> All right. Well, that is that is our show. Thank you, Andrea, for those great tips. And uh, how do we sign off? All One, right. Well, two, three. We'll, we'll see, see you real soon. Real soon. Yay. Hey. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>